Uh, we'll record. And then yeah, I don't need to record anything, right? I'm good. Uh, might might as well just to be on the safe side. We've had it's been a little back and forth. Back and forth. I don't know. Wait, no. You know what? Don't don't record anything. I won't record it on my. We'll just do it. We'll just do it. We'll do, it's just for us. No one else gets it's this. It's just for us. Yeah, who cares? No one else is listening. <laughs> <laughs> at, this, at this stage, no one else is listening. No, I mean, they might least... come back for this episode, all things considered. But for the most part, no one else is listening. Yeah. <laughs> this would be the most important episode to record. Exactly. It's the only one that people would listen to. Yes, yes, yes. They will come back to us now, Bell, at the, at the turn, turn of the, of the tide. The tide. <laughs> Accelerating your fandom, this is Flash TV Talk. Welcome to Flash TV Talk, the fan podcast dedicated to news, reviews, and more for the hit CW show, The Flash. I'm Bo. And I'm Belle. <laughs> yes, yes, you are. Yes, Blood you are, work, Belle. Belle. I'm evil, Belle. Maybe I no, don't no, no! Don't be evil. Be good. Be, be, this, this is good. We got, we got good. We got a legit good show to talk about I, today. I know. I'm talking about the the, the villain. He, he turned me into a blood zombie. <laughs> but, but let me ask this: Have you ever heard the tragedy of Darth Bloodwork the Wise? <laughs> oh no, it's not a story the Flash would tell you. <laughs> oh no! See, Bloodwork was so powerful and so wise, he could even stop people from dying. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, we got we got a good one. We got a good one. We can talk about. We but first, uh, let, let's do a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, man, over over the last several weeks, there's been a lot of good stuff. We've been uh, we we I put out the uh, ye old uh, uh, Picard season three. That's all out on the TV Talk feed. We got a uh, we got a Mandalorian TV Talk talking some stuff there. So if you're interested in some recaps of that, be sure to check that out on the feed. Also, and Bell, I don't know if, if you know this, I have returned to uh, the world of Warcraft. Uh, to do uh, a little crafting and and I've I've started a little a, a little mini series nothing major just a little mini series called World of Craft Craft on the TV Talk YouTube channel. Or <laughs> is is this like a a the most niche podcast ever because it's about the crafting system in World of Warcraft? Yeah, but it, even more so because it's about somebody who has no earthly idea how the crafting system works. Oh, so it's not even educational. It doesn't even no. teach people how to use the crafting system. That's right. That's right. This is the most infuriating. I've, I've, you know how we we've created the most unnecessary podcast on the internet. Uh, this is the most infuriating YouTube chant or YouTube miniseries on the internet. This is I, you know, yeah, that's that's great because you know everybody loves you know searching for content on the games that they're playing, and 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 finding things that don't help them do what they're trying to do. It's it's incredible. <laughs> Well, I, mean, I tell you what, man, I am having fun with it. It's called World of Craft Craft. If you look it up uh, on YouTube, I'll just check out the TV Talk uh, YouTube channel. Uh, it's a couple episodes in. It's not going to last forever. It'll probably last about two or three more episodes. But uh, me and my little dwarven uh, blacksmith named Giacomo are uh, rocking and rolling, <laughs> trying to figure out crafting on uh, World of Warcraft because I don't know. I got a little free time on my hands with the crazy release schedule of this pod or this uh, television show. So you got to fill it with something. That's true. That's true. Um, you know, yeah, that, I, I, we were just talking before before the show about how I thought I was like three episodes behind. And then I realized, no, it's just been on a, you know, just multi-week hiatus just out of the blue. Uh, which is which is what you do in your last season of television after nine years. You just you know you just do whatever you just the throw it stumble Barry stumble. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but no, no, no. We're back on our feet. We're hitting the ground running again, again, again. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Why do you ask? Everything is fine. It's we got oh, it's a great 
episode of uh, The Flash to talk about. And the great thing, Bell, is that for the next couple of weeks, we will be coming at you consistently because uh, it is pretty much a straight shot all the way from now until the finale. So, man, we got a good one to jump into. You ready to talk about it? Let's do it. Let's jump into The Rundown. The Rundown. Episode nine of season nine. It's my party and I'll die if I want to. <laughs> Directed by Daniel Panabaker and story by Sam Shelson and Emily Polizzi. Bell, what happened this episode? Well, Team Flash has a surprise birthday party for Barry with John Diggle and Wally West in attendance. While there, Wally talks about projecting his consciousness into other timelines. Ramsey Russo arrives and knocks out the guests. He makes Barry feel guilty for getting extra years to live while his friends die and explains to Wally that the timelines are alternate Earths of a reborn multiverse. He takes over Wally's mind and has him kill Barry. Barry awakens in purgatory with Oliver Queen, whom after the crisis has lived on as the Spectre, watching over and protecting the new multiverse. Oliver helps him accept the guilt he feels and resurrects Barry while temporarily returning with him as Green Arrow. Wally opens a gateway into the multiverse, allowing Russo to spread his infection. Barry helps Wally break Russo's influence, and Keown restores Diggle, who joins the others in holding off Russo. This allows Oliver to get a clear shot into the gateway and purge the multiverse of Russo's infection, which restores everyone. Oliver depowers Russo and cures his HLH. Afterwards, Oliver explains that Keown is connected to the natural world and says goodbye to Diggle and Barry. Um... Do, yeah do little <laughs> uh okay well i i kind of feel like like you know you've ever you've seen the youtube channel as a, a, a honest trailers yes i have i i kind of feel like the the honest trailer trailer voice needs to come in and say wally west is back and he's got some stuff you should read <laughs> Very long emails, apparently. Very long emails. I Very long emails. I feel like Wally West is that friend. Like, we've all had that friend who's like, you know, super chill, like cool vibe, you know, kind of like, you know, he's, he, his, his parents got divorced. He's been through some stuff. But ever since, like, you know, they, they maybe went really hard on, like, the Jesus camp back in the day. And now he's gone off to find enlightenment and everything else. And, you know, it, it's cool. Like, he's a cool vibe, cool hangout with. I mean... Yeah, he's not pressuring you to do shrooms, but he just always wants you to know he's down to take you on a magical shroom adventure whenever you're ready. That's just cool. He, he no went pressure. to Burning Man once, and now he's like the premier psychonaut of your friend group. He's exactly. like, oh, yeah. Exactly. Oh, you, you, but you, chill, cool. And and most importantly, you're glad when he's there. You know what I mean? Because we yeah. missed Wally. We wanted him to come home. Yeah, he can go out and find himself and whatnot. We're all, that, that's great. But, you know, we just kind of want you to come home and have a nice hot meal with the family every once in a while. That's, that's all we want for you wally that's that's all we're asking for it's not very much yeah we want you to be happy not destroy the multiverse that (laughs) (laughs) let's not do that let's not do that that's not a good thing to do not at all man wally is back and goodness gracious man i i miss wally west i know y'all got him for like a full season there on legends for like a half minute but like i i feel as though him being here is fantastic it makes the show feel more flashy but it also just makes me wish we had had far more of him over the years yeah, you know, it's one of those things where it's like when we've had more speedsters on the show, when we've had like Jesse and we've had, you know, Wally and we've had Jay uh, and it, it just it almost made me just kind of like want a Flash family show, you know, yes. like, you know, like Cisco goes off and does his thing. Caitlin goes off and does his thing. We, we, we got to keep got to keep uh, 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 Wells. I, I don't know. He's just kind of fundamental, I think. 
Maybe, yeah, West, you know. absolutely. Like, yeah. like this, this is this has to happen. I mean, it's a it's a flash show. We want the flashes of all kinds and of all generations here. And uh, you but know, like, look, don't get me wrong. I don't want to gripe gripe too much about when the show hasn't been working, especially when we've got an episode that works so very well. And a, a critical component here is that that Wally's back. But then, in my most epic uh, trailer voice, guys, voice, and that's not all. Diggle is here too, and his brightest days are with his family. Why did they say that? Why? Cool, but not as cool as a power ring. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was like, when we got the episodes where, you know, Diggle was like struggling with a box and we were like, oh, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. He's going to, you know, oh yeah, it's going to be great. He's going to be, and nope, he closes the box. And then it was like, okay, what's going on with that? And then it's like, your brightest days are with your family. It's like, don't just rub salt in the wound. Oh, Come that's on. salt in the wound, my friend. Yes. They want just deep, deep in the wound. Just, just salt it and sprinkle it and, and pat it down. That's what they're after. I I've, I audibly groaned when I heard that. I was like, oh, it's like, why oh, you got to do this to us? Why you got to do this to us? It's rough. It's rough. Yeah. You know, I, you know, it does feel like the whole. All right. So let's just let's just, you know, if if you're unfamiliar at this stage and yet you're still watching the show, I, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I don't even know who you are. Please email. But the reality is, is that, you know, for years they were there were a lot of kind of like this, this fan campaign to make Diggle to be John Stewart. Essentially, they wanted him to become a, a Green Lantern or at least the Green Lantern of this universe. And, you know, this was totally driven by the fans. It was it was you know not driven by the creative team or anything like that. It was never like hinted at or seated at or anything like that. But because the fans, especially of Arrow specifically, had so much success at influencing that show. And if if, if you don't believe me, just go back and watch the the Felicity seasons that was the majority of the series. And that was very much fan driven fan wanted the full, what do they call it? Alicity. They wanted the Alicity. The show became the Alicity hour. Now it's completely the opposite of the flash where the fans have clamored asking like desperately for the flash to be more about the flash. And yet the creative team behind it seems to want to make it less about the flash. So it's yeah, it's a complete opposite, you know, from what we got over there. But my point is, the empowered audience of Arrow felt strongly that Diggle should be the uh, the the Green Lantern. Now, of course, as you know, DC is wont to do. It's a mess over there when in terms of using different characters at any different any given time, and then you've got you know various interpretations here, there, and everywhere. And you know, I mean, we've seen what a mess it's been over the last couple of well, goodness, decade or so. But the reality is. They never really had access to be able to turn Diggle into the Green Lantern, but they wanted to kind of give the fans, you know, the headcanon a little something. So ever since the conclusion of Arrow and every single time they brought Diggle back, it was always kind of teasing or hinting at the fact that, yes, maybe just maybe he could be a Green Lantern until, you know, they finally were like, OK, look, he's not guys. Let's just let's be real. He's he was never going to be a Green Lantern. Okay, we were just we were just like, you know, giving you all a little something, but it's not going to happen. Let's just rip this bandaid off five years later. And, you know, and then since they did that to us, what? That was last year that yeah. they uh, they ripped that bandaid off. Now, as you say, Bell, it literally is salt in the wound to have the uh, the commentary of your brightest days are ahead of you. Dot, dot, dot with your family. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if you're the specter. You can do whatever you want, you know. What would be a better protector of the multiverse than a Green Lantern, and and you could make it so that his family is 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 protected and like you know he gets time with him and stuff. Maybe he's got like a little time bubble where he's like, all right, I'm gonna spend you know 
we'll go out and, and do my Green Lantern stuff. Then I'm going to come back to y'all and we'll we'll basically have the same amount of time because you're in a time bubble or I'm in a time. I don't know. We'll just you're the Spectre. Just make it happen. But see, this is my point, Bell. It doesn't make sense inside this universe. That's just the fans wanting stuff. And and again, we're out. We're outside of the Elicity era. The fans don't have any say into the direction of this franchise. But, but I like mean, there, still, if there is one thing that has been extremely true over the last couple of years, it is the the like next to no power that the fans have in this franchise. Well, I mean, except for like all the all the writers and executives that that listen to our show and, and take our ideas. Dude, they bailed on us like, like years ago. <laughs> they they have look, I and I could I they left us a long time ago and went specifically for and I'm not going to name any names here, but basically outlets that'll like praise like be handed garbage and praise it as if it's manna from heaven. Like if you're that outlet, then yeah, they're going to like flock to you. They're not they're not actually listening to the fans that have been like who who have an invested interest in this series. And like, really want it to be awesome and enjoy it when it is awesome. I, I don't even know why we're getting off on this now. I just oh, look. All I want to say is, is, is it is it Vector and Hunter Camp were drawn into a comic book? There should have been a a a, a Bo Bell character on the CW that I don't know just got like obliterated by a bad guy. I don't care. But we did, like, we, we had Grodd ringing a bell. I mean, that did happen. <laughs> I know, and 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 I will always until the day that I die accept that as uh, as a nod to me. Uh, specifically, uh, <laughs> well, and then, then I was up on a commercial for the CWC back in the day. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Some stuff here and there. Yeah, they 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 threw us a couple, you know, bones that had no meat on them. <laughs> but you know, I don't know. We weren't it's shills, just... Bell. We weren't shills. <laughs> but like that's the thing. <laughs> but like, here's you... the thing: the show went on. The show went down. The ratings went down, and our podcast, the ratings go down. Like not ratings. I mean, the ratings are fine, but in terms of like our numbers, which is really what we're talking about. Like it's, if the show isn't good, people aren't watching it. They're not watching it. They're not tuning into a podcast about it. And so what ends up happening is they end up like clamoring instead of listening to the criticism, giving the people what they want. They, they go to the sycophants that are out there. I, you know, I, I, I man, podcast drama. I don't need to get into that. Anyway, <laughs> this anyway, is this episode. is a great episode. That's yeah. Cool. This is, this is a fantastic episode and it, it makes me enjoy, you know, getting on this call with you and and, and talking about it and podcasting about it. You know, I, know, I got excited for this one. And Absolutely. Like, I'm always excited to talk to you, but I got excited to talk. To, like, let me just say this one last thing since we're in gripe mode, <laughs> <laughs> just so I can get it out of my system. Like this, this, this whole plot line here, this episode, this week with blood work and kind of layering on the guilt factor to Barry about, you know, okay, uh, Barry, I could have like stopped death. Like, you know, like, sure. Yeah. You would have lost free will, but literally nobody would die. And you can say all the, you know, nice things and about how, you know, that's not real life and yada, yada, yada. But since you put me away to this point right now, how many people have died? And the reality is, Bell, if it wasn't just Caitlin variants, that might have actually meant something. And I kind of wish <laughs> they had. No, I'm serious. I wish they had been killing people left and right. Over the last couple of weeks, or last couple of episodes, and I don't mean just various versions of Caitlyn that we pull out of thin air, but like, you know, why not? Uh, knock like why not knock off somebody like oh, you know what? I'll even start with the top, one of our favorites, kill Joe. Okay, I love Joe, but had they killed Joe, man, how much more powerful would that message have been to Barry right there? Like, especially, was, especially yeah. given you know his decision to to you know leave the show or whatever uh based around like i'm gonna go spend time with my daughter out of the thing and like like had that decision come back to haunt him and that's what resulted in his death 
or yeah. something like that. Yeah, way more impact. You know, well, and uh, think about it this way: if they had done that even at the beginning of the season or mid mid season at that moment, like you know, not you know, like we don't know what the finale is gonna gonna be about, but chances are we're gonna have a lot of timeline resetting situations. So suffice to say, you could still end the season with say Barry making a sacrifice to bring some of these folks back and kind of almost following an arrow uh, in, in Oliver's footsteps from that standpoint. Yeah. So, you know, like even the, the big swings you could have taken, you could have theoretically undid by the end of it. Kill, kill Chilblain. Nobody liked him anyway. Like uh, kill, kill, kill Chilblain, kill, uh, kill, uh, discount, uh, or, or, <laughs> Wait, what's, uh, 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 about Jocko like, Blocko? Yeah. 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 Kill <laughs> Kmart, yeah, kill Kmart Jack Black, you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 Gold face. Fine. He's, he's toast. No, Why not? no, no, like, like not face. even Justin Bell, like some main characters, like, you know, I love Chester. Chester's great, but Chester, some like, like, so, but take out Chester or better yet, and again, I love Allegra. Don't take this the wrong way. But if you were to take out somebody like Allegra, who represents a young up and coming superhero, a protege to Barry. So you take out, you know, his his head, his master, so to speak. Right. Like his Obi-Wan Kenobi that has been Joe. You take out his uh, his his Anakin or his Luke Skywalker, which is somebody like a Chester or somebody like an Allegra. And. You know, you take out Chilblain just because why not? He's just there. And I might as well take him out. And then you take out some of these discount, you know, rogues. And you've the, got the like ones who quite he, a laundry list of people that are going to have an, like a significant emotional impact to Barry as opposed to just another Caitlin variant. Yeah. Like, like, you know, people that, that he gained their trust and he asked them to help him. And as a result of that, they died like way more of an emotional impact on Barry, where it's like, you know, it's not just like random people killing these guys. It's like Barry has come to these rogues and asked for their help. And some of them died because of it or like, you know, Joe, uh, you know, wanting to to step away from the superhero life to be more with his family um, dies because of it. You know, like like these kinds of things. Like, oh, like, yeah, you exactly. Know, and I mean, like how forced was that storyline anyway? Like that whole thing with him and uh, Cecile. Yeah, like I, yeah, you know, I, I, I think, and that, that's not like you know, if, if you're gonna sit here and like give a bunch of time to to not flash characters, you know, have Joe's decision have an impact on Cecile, where like maybe oh, you exactly. know yeah, she's yeah. not there, and then Joe dies, and then so like, you know, like that, I just feel like you know. And I mean, like, okay, see this, see Bell, this, see, we should be writing the show. This is why they don't listen to us anymore because they know that we, <laughs> we we take their jobs. Uh, but anyway, there, <laughs> that was that was the last little gripey thing I had because I really did. I loved this argument that Bloodwork had. I liked the way he was able to like leech into, you know, to Wally's trauma and kind of sell him on this like vision of a world. You know, I mean, like it's it's the Darth Plagueis, it's or it's the it's the uh, Palpatine and and Anakin, right? Like I, I I he could even stop the world from dying. Like the loved ones, like the the pain that we've experienced could be within our control. And so he corrupts him in, and you know, with, with the nine said that of course the, his blood is in a system and everything. And in the process, you know, like does the same tries to get, get through to Barry. I mean, this, this is a fantastic way to have a character who frankly doesn't, you know, on paper look like would be a threat to the entire multiverse and do exactly that. I thought it was yeah. a, a fantastically written plot line for this episode. Like I said, I just, I feel like it would have had more impact had we, we set like, this is such a linchpin of this season. You know what I mean? Yeah, like this yeah. is this is the pinnacle moment of this season thus far. Everything that we have gotten, almost everything that we've gotten this season has been pretty much terrible. 
<laughs> just, just being totally honest, it's been pretty much terrible compared to this right here. This, this is the good stuff. This is the creme de la creme. This is the pure Arrowverse goodness. We yeah. even got Arrow, who's come yeah, back. We even to got us Arrow. Now. I think he's, he's come back to us now at the turn of the tide. Man, uh, look to the east. Look into the specter. <laughs> um, yeah, like like it was, you know. And I I I, I love Sentinel uh, uh, Rama Murthy, the guy who plays Bloodwork. Like I love yeah, him. Yeah, he yeah, does fantastic. great work. It was, it was great to see him back. And and yeah, like you know, at, at first you're sitting there thinking, like you know. How is this guy like, yeah, sure, he can threaten the earth with his with his virus and stuff, but like how is he gonna like be a multiversal threat? And he was, and it was and it was convincing, right? Like yes, you know, yes, very much so. Yeah, it, it, it wasn't just this like, you know, it was it wasn't like they're like, I'm gonna make chill bling destroy the multiverse. He's like, no, you're not. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> He's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna scour the multiverse until I find my my frost and, and I'll destroy any world where she's dead and blah blah you know, no, but like they, they made it work so well with uh with blood work and Wally. And yeah, like it in and it this episode is just like a return to form, I think, for the flash. And it was so good, it's so refreshing. You know, we had the last two episodes, you know, one of them was 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 okay, and then the other was just uh, <laughs> And then to have this like just complete and total return to form was was wonderful, and it was you know I, I can't overstate how how welcome it was right yes. o- over the last couple episodes that we've had. Like it's nice to have a brief reminder about what this show used to be, like yes. what it was in its heyday. Yes, and because like next week and and really for the next four weeks for the next month we're going to be in finale mode. We are essentially going to be experiencing the finale of the flash in four parts. And so for this to be kind of that one last final episode before we, we really dive in, I just, I think it was such a gift, uh, perfect time to bring Oliver back. And I think the way they did it was outstanding, really kind of explained a lot. Uh, it gave us a little bit more of context about how the multiverse post crisis was set up. Um, also about kind of what Oliver's relationship is to the multiverse, some of the decisions that were made around Earth Prime, and then also the fact that, yes, in fact, the multiverse does still exist. This was kind of up in question. Now, we as an audience knew this because obviously we've seen a whole lot of other properties <laughs> out yeah, there. Yeah, And so the multiverse is, is definitely alive and well. So it's nice to have this Earth aware of that. Now, they, of course, call it Earth Prime. Uh, and and perhaps until the next crisis, this will continue to be Earth Earth Prime. But um, but regardless, I, I thought that was great. Loved the Oliver and uh, Barry relationship, kind of a, a return to that bromance between the two. You know, Barry's little comment about like, you know, you missed me. And then Oliver going up to his bow. And he's like, not as much as I missed this. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Yes. yes. And and I, I there's so many like cool things in this episode. Like I love Bloodworks little dream thing where they're like on the set of The Flash. Oh, uh, yeah, that was fun. <laughs> yeah, that was that great. Was uh gosh yeah like you know it was just it was such a return to form and it like it, it really invigorated me for the for for watching the last you know uh several episodes of the series because like you know it, it's been pretty hit or miss this season uh i don't want to venture as far as to say mostly miss but uh yeah this this was like this is this is what the flash was this is what the flash should be and uh it makes me excited that this was the episode that they used to lead into the 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 end of the series you know because that, that's this is like a nine seasons man like that's that's crazy yeah and, you know no, it's I mean, coming... it's, it is it's a triumph in 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 its longevity if not always in its quality but it's uh it's impressive for sure 
and I, I have to say though that like if they maintain at least the quality of this episode for those last four, the the end of the season is going to be great. I hope so, man. I thought I thought it was done very well. Um, all of these characters, we I mean, it has to be acknowledged. We had a great moment uh, between Diggle and uh, and Oliver. Oliver's uh, comments about you know it's a long story, and Diggle just like I don't even care, and gives him a big hug. That's just beautiful. Um, the 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 Diggle Ollie Wally Barry kind of like side by side team up team like classic air team arrow classic team flash yeah. to an extent i mean you arguably you know it's caitlin and, and vibe are kind of the quote-unquote classic team team flash and then obviously felicity would be there would be classic but you know for all intents and purposes it's the hero sidekick dynamic and uh and it works really well in this of course the uh the classic line of you have failed this city yeah um, kind of wanted to I... say you failed this multiverse but I, you know what i get it it's fine yeah, I, I I was expecting something. Not you have failed the city, but like yeah, you, you you have failed this earth, or you have failed this multiverse, or something like that. But hey, you know it's 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 his classic line. He's got to say the classic line. He's got to say the line. No, he's got. It's do like it. yeah, it's 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 the meme of like you know everybody in the classroom pointing at Bart and telling him to say the thing, and he's like, you failed this city, and then like yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I know. I mean, even Bloodwork was like, oh, he said the oh, <laughs> yeah, he said the oh crap. I'm 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 cured now. <laughs> yeah yeah but i mean like I, like uh, that, that's also an interesting thing too is that like you know not only did he wipe out you know bloodworks infection all across the uh, uh multiverse he cured him of his hlh like that's that's a pretty nice thing to do that was very cut and you know that's the thing we we did get a revelation or at least a little bit of explanation about his powers and how they work in his post specter form um we do know that he can see everything but bell i have to wonder can he see why kids love the taste of cinnamon toast crunch? <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, whatever. Whatever. When Barry asked him the question, like you can see everything, right? And he goes, yeah. And then like immediately I said, but can he see the real, see why kids love the taste of cinnamon toast crunch? Yeah, I mean, like, you know, I don't know. Does, does that impact the, the multiverse? Because if it doesn't, maybe he can't see it. Oliver is just like, basically he's, he's chilling out in purgatory with like a big screen TV, just watching, watching all the shows, the good ones, the boring ones, the bad ones. Teen Titans go. He's 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 seen all the new upcoming movies and everything. Which, by the way, when Barry asked you know about more flashes, Oliver's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, let's let's just say, uh, you know, there's more than enough. And I was like, hmm, more than enough. Does that mean we have one too many? Oliver, make <laughs> make a little commentary there. Well, what? I mean, he did he did say that 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 uh, Barry was the most he he was kind of like you know the rickest Rick and the mortiest Morty. He's the flashiest <laughs> Flash. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, but I did. I did have to wonder if um, if that meant Oliver had seen the upcoming Flash movie. I I've heard some some chatter on 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 the twitters about it, and apparently it's it's entertaining. This is this is what they say. Apparently, it's going to be the best movie I've never seen. But it's rough. I don't know if you've seen the clips. There's that one um, where uh, Ezra Miller's Flash. He's like he's like standing in the middle of the street, and he's got one leg up in the air and one one leg on the ground. And these this group of girls is right there, and they're screaming. They're like, Flash! and then he just goes up and he chokes her right out. It's really. It was, <laughs> No, no, I'm sorry. That didn't. That was, that was a different video than I'm thinking. <laughs> that was a that different video. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no but I, I, actually, Bell, if this goes pretty well, I hear they're going to cast Ezra Miller as the new Kang the Conqueror. Anyway, all right. Ooh. So we're going to dive right into uh, some great speculation. <laughs> Man, could you imagine building your entire Phase Five on one guy playing multiple versions of the same character, then have that happen? Yes. I mean, granted, I yes, I don't that's feel... literally what DC is doing with Ezra Miller. <laughs> No, no, no. Uh, 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 what's his face? James Gunn. Like they, they were uh, 
I saw an interview with him and they were asking, so is Ezra Miller going to be, you know, fundamental in, in your new vision of, uh, of the DC. And he, he kind of beat around the question saying something like, well, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll have to see what happens and blah, blah, blah. blah. Basically he, he, it was it was BS speak for if the movie if does well in the box money. office. Yes, if they make money, he will. If he, if they don't, he's gone. Yeah, exactly. It's it becomes. I mean, I guarantee to some extent that's that's where uh, that's where. Oh shoot, majors. That's where majors is post Loki two. Like they're gonna see what happens with Loki two, and also I think I think if they can Ezra, then then majors is is probably gone. If they don't, they can't. They better not take majors out. Like there's like this. If they don't, if Marvel doesn't drop majors, then like you, you can't you can't sit there and and put profit above people's lives but the, but the Ezra Miller this is my point I've been saying this for years yes I've and they and they, they should for they, years they should have done they 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 should have they yeah and they, should they have still it. can this is my point <laughs> anyway they should have done it a long time ago they shouldn't have released the movie they should have reshot it um, yes they exactly <laughs> But they didn't. Exactly. Marvel still has yet to make any sort of official uh, statements on on majors. Uh, well, I think they're waiting to see what what legally happens because that's the other thing too. Like, there's not there has not necessarily been anything legal, and I think that plays into the decision making. Yeah, which well, I mean, so. you know that that's 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 okay. They can do their. But due there diligence. has been legal stuff said about Ezra Miller. <laughs> like the, the guy has like how many restraining orders? Like he, he can't even set foot in Hawaii without being executed. Like, <laughs> anyway all right but we do we do have some speculation to get into yes here. yes let's do. uh let's take a quick break we'll be right back yeah uh-huh. you know who it is hi this is john wesley ship and you're listening to flash tv talk say goodbye your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Speedster speculation. All right, man. Speedster speculation. The four-part finale is right ahead of us as of next week called A New World Parts 1, 2, 3. And though it has not been announced, I imagine the final episode will be called Part 4. They might give it something else. Maybe Run, Barry, Run. Or maybe like, I don't know, stop running for like for like a second, Barry. I, I don't know. Finish, Barry, finish. I don't know. <laughs> probably not that. No, no, no. Stop, Barry, stop. Yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> Yeah, it'll be stop, Barry, stop. Run, Barry, run, and then stop, Barry, stop. That's great. That's great. Um, it does appear, though, based off of I don't. Have you seen any of the uh, previews or anything like that? I, I'm avoiding them. Like, like I, you know, I, I, I was kind of mad at myself for, uh, uh, I, I inadvertently saw a bunch of set photos because you know for for like Oliver's return and Diggle and all that kind of stuff for this episode, and I, I was kind of mad that I did because I I would have liked to have gone into that and uh, not know that Oliver was coming back because i don't know like some of the like you, when you see the set photos and you know he's coming back it kind of like there, there there's always that like sort of magic sort of thing where you know when you don't know spoilers and i i think those set photos are a pretty big spoiler for that episode but um so I, i'm trying to avoid as best i can any sort of uh episode summaries or like you know set photo kind of things for these last four because i really mm. want to go into it and i and i really want to have just like no preconceived notions of what's going to happen 
um, just so I can, you know, relive some of that beginning beginning flash season sort of like awe kind of stuff right yeah yeah Yeah. i i think okay so there's a lot of no um gosh all right i don't want to i don't want to get spoilery here but i think i think based on the like public previews that we've gotten thus far like you know the trailers and whatnot it i mean like we can at least commentate on this like it is safe to say a return to the past to like you know the origin story of the flash is highly likely so the flash is going to become the lightning bolt he's going to strike himself no i don't think that's going to happen based off of interviews that grant has done uh grant has said specifically that that was a that was an idea that the fans had really liked and he read it and he wished that they had done that because he thought it was really cool and it's like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, thank, thank you, Grant. That it would have been really cool. That, that we we were hoping for that. In fact, many of us were actually just believing that was going to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but I don't think that's going to be the case. I don't think he's going to become the lightning bolt. I think you know it's very. Happen? You know what's going to happen? No, oh no, Bell. What? Barry's going to go back in time and he's going to talk to his past self and he's like, you know what? If I was that lightning bolt, I would have chosen you. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been my choice, but 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 it's not. <laughs> Just no, like, but here's like... what I think. I think what we're going to get is, you know, there was always this question of will we will the series end with like our Barry becoming the Barry that we saw at the beginning of the series, the future Barry that saves young Barry. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So here's what I'm assuming is going to happen because, uh, well, <laughs> all right. If if they take into consideration what we've seen on this show before, which they haven't always done that, but if they do, if they do, <laughs> that that whole scenario has kind of been wiped a little bit in Flashpoint. And so that Barry, for all intents and purposes, quote unquote, no longer exists, or at the very least, we're not on the trajectory where that would the Barry, like the our Barry would be that Barry. Now, that being said, you can make the argument that crisis puts a bit of a reset on all of that, which means that our Barry could very easily be that Barry. Here's my, here's my argument. Here's my, my speculation. I think what we're going to see is our Barry becoming that Barry for a new Barry. Okay. So it's not, he's not saving the same Barry that we saw in season one. He's saving another Barry as a result of the, of the, of crisis in the new multiverse um because you know flashpoint happened crisis happened all that kind of stuff so he's going back in time to save a, another version of that barry from season one that's right okay interesting i like it like it's going to set the cycle in motion again but rather than it being like a complete loop it sets it up for someone else it's almost like a chain as opposed to a cycle right and so like you know theoretically if 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 we were to start the flash over it wouldn't be the same see like we wouldn't have the same events happen that we've had all through seasons one through nine it would be a completely different you know yes. young barry allen which results yes. in a completely different yeah like future yes. episodes and stuff yeah, yeah yeah okay i got you that's exactly right i think that is where i like that's my assumption it's it's the closest thing if you will to barry becoming the lightning that we're going to get in this series and just given what you know, kind of a bit of, you know, like, I don't know, like, like that whole theory, that whole idea became eradicated with flashpoint. Again, that's if 
the current showrunners take into account what came before their tenure, which again, they haven't always done that. So it's very possible they may set things up so that our Barry does become the Barry from the pilot, which, and I've, I've, I've done the research here, uh, makes no sense, but (laughs) (laughs) they could, they could do that. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I think, I think that would be really neat. Like, you know, it, it, it's not, you know, I mean, I don't know though. Like the, 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 the the circular nature of it would be interesting because like you could theoretically just like watch seasons one through nine over and over and over again in a loop and you know you're you're you would never end the story because it would always yeah no if the story was tight like that absolutely and i think if they had gone in with like a five-year plan or even like yeah no like a five-year plan they could have done something like that they clearly didn't and didn't want to and on top of that things just changed like they did some pretty radical stuff you think about what flashpoint was Many of us were hoping for a flashpoint that would last at least half a season, if not longer. Yeah. And what we got was a flashpoint that lasted about half an episode. That was rough. <laughs> that was rough because the fans had wanted more. They had hyped it more. They were used like they they were playing around with some pretty big concepts and writing some pretty big checks when they had no cash in the bank to do anything with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then because like there was such this desire, eventually we got a crisis, which was beautiful. But even then, like at that point, so much had changed in the multiverse and in the universe and everything else. And crisis was fantastic, but everything post crisis has just been, you know, it, it it's like they don't really have a good, they never really quite had a good idea of how the timeline even worked post crisis. Yeah. Well, that's because like, they didn't have us whiteboard it for them. Like, you know, we, but we had so <laughs> many whiteboards back in the day. <laughs> I know that's what I'm saying. They should have they should have called us up. We'd have flown out there to Vancouver or wherever they're writing it. And we would have just whiteboarded it out for them. No, no, no. You see, you see, like, you know, he'd be like, you know, this whole thing. And, and, and they're sitting there asking questions and you're up there with your post-it notes and your and your and your and your timeline lines and and all this kind of stuff. And they, they had this opportunity. We were there. You know, we were available. But, hey, you know, sometimes they just, you know, sometimes people just don't make the right choice. No, that's that's right. That's that's true. But you know what? This episode was the right choice, man. I think that we got a lot of good stuff out of it. Any, any kind of speculation that you have uh, for the for the finale? Well, again, I mean, like, I'm I'm kind of avoiding. Uh, like, I hadn't even watched the official release preview, you know, kind of stuff because I I, I want to go into it 100 percent, like not knowing what to expect. Uh, because this episode blew me away. I I really enjoyed it. Um, and and I want to kind of like you know I I even knew some of the things going in. Like I I knew I knew uh, blood work was coming back. I knew. Uh, Arrow was coming back and it was still really good, but I think it would have just been that much more incredible to to not know those things beforehand. And so I, it's it's just been hard. Like this is this is the the last four episodes of the last season, and so I, I really want to kind of go into it with that same sort of you know enthusiasm and uh, unknowingness as we did in the first episodes of the first season, right? And mm-hmm. and yeah, so I I you know I I just been trying my hardest to sort of avoid uh uh any kind of spoiler for it and so it's really hard to speculate on anything um i i like what you're saying and i i I think some kind of like you know the circle is now complete kind of you know thing would be would be really would be really neat and would be really poetic right for the show so um i don't know i i'm just you know if if this is the jumping off point uh this episode is the jumping off point for the last four then i'm i'm really excited for what they have planned um i i (laughs) I don't want to get negative, right? But I'm I'm just, you know, they they have this this brand new powered up Kion and all this kind of stuff and yeah. like I I want this to be a flash. I I want the flash to be the focus of these last four episodes. 
and you know you can have some some side characters and stuff like that and like oliver talking about how keon is like you know connected yeah, to the natural world that, that was I, I don't know I, I don't know and I, I like i wish they had just given caitlin a send-off and and you know now she like they gave frost a send-off they didn't uh, caitlin just kind of killed herself trying to resurrect frost and now we have keon and that's a character that a brand new character in the last season that's that's either nobody going wanted to, nobody asked for yeah and, and, another and caitlin variant that's what we need really yeah who's and writing it, this like who <laughs> is writing this like i love danielle panabaker right like you know she directed this episode didn't she oh she did a fantastic job yeah, yeah she did a wonderful she job an excellent job and like you know I, I love her as as frost and as caitlin but like can we can we just can i we loved her, her as caitlin I taught like I was fine. Like I would have liked to see her as Frost as Caitlin becoming Frost, but we didn't get that. And I, I got used to what we got. And then they just threw it all out and said, like, here's a here's a. <laughs> yeah. And so like that kind of stuff worries me. Right. You know, like, we should I, do it. We should. We, you know how we used to do a Caitlin Frost uh, or not in this episode or whatever. Yeah. Or also that's what it was. Caitlin Frost also in this episode. Yeah. What, what we need to do. Keon still not dead. Yeah. <laughs> Keon also in this episode. <laughs> but like I don't know. So like those are the things because like they have this character in in and you know I, I know I know I know Keon has fans. Like I know she's got fans. Um and you know it, for for me the show is the Flash and I want the last four episodes to be on the Flash and that includes Iris for all of you Iris haters out there. This oh no Iris, we are we are Iris lovers here. We are pro absolutely Iris on this, absolutely. This so so this these last four episodes need to be Barry and Iris focused. Um, oh, yes, they need to be well, Flash focused. You know she's his lightning rod. She always has been, and you know that's a thing that's been in the comics uh, for all of you doubters and stuff. But like yeah, you know it, it's it's, but like you know having Keon be mentioned by the Spectre at the end and it's like can, can we can we like you know can we focus on the flash please and i mean and, like you know we also got allegra doesn't she have she's got like a name right a superhero name disguise device that that chester made's broken now of course i guess i can make a new one well no, like i i did like i did like the fact that they addressed that allegra doesn't have a costume i'm like chester while you're at this can we get something for cecile because Cecile's apparently superwoman and she got nothing she's got she's got no name She's got no mask. And y'all like, like, remember there was a whole episode about team Cecile and, and <laughs> it's like, why, you know, while you, while you're making Allegra a costume, if you're going to, if like, you're just handing out costumes, I kind of feel like everybody should get one. No, but. Cecile's superhero name is Cecile. And, and no one has put together that also, you know, a, uh, uh, you know, metahuman defense attorney happens to be going around the town. The same name. As a, a superhero, it's really weird. I don't know what's going on with that. She just wipes your mind. That's the thing. Anytime she comes in contact with anybody, she just wipes their mind. That's that's, Belle, that's what it is. Bell, she is not Cecile. We are Cecile. We, we are Cecile. <laughs> yes, yes. Anyway, but, um, yeah. So I hear you. I hear you. But I think I think they will. I do think that uh, over the next couple of episodes, I think it'd be pretty cool if like each episode, like for for whatever reason, Barry had to like keep going back in time and resetting the timeline and like one episode takes place in a world controlled by like by 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 uh by uh, uh freaking goldface no not goldface <laughs> <laughs> wow no uh no by uh by evil the god of speed 
Savitar by Savitar. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like what? And then he fixes that. But then he goes back and then it's controlled by Zoom. And then he fixes that. And then he goes back and it's controlled by Eobard. So basically, you're working your way back through the, the potential realities where Barry lost in season three or Barry lost in season two or Barry lost in season one. You know what I mean? Like, like have the- kind of this way of like seeing kind of a what if scenario for the greatest hits of the flash while also revisiting uh, some of the greatest villains that this show has had. Yeah. And like, you know, uh, dark flash, right? Like the, the timeline uh, that was, you know, in the comics where I, I think it was Iris died and he like, was like, I'm not going to be, uh, I'm just going to kill people and stuff. Well, that and, was, they essentially, that was Savitar in this. Reality. Yeah, basically. Yeah. That, that was, that was kind of like a mix of, they, they they took the Savitar from the comics and and dark uh dark flash from the comics and sort of like merged them together. Yeah. Uh but but yeah, like you know, I, I I think that'd be cool. But like I yeah, again, I don't really have speculation for the last four episodes, but I do have concerns. And uh judging on this last episode, uh hopefully those concerns are unfounded and we have an excellent tail end of the uh, of this last uh season. I think so, man. I'm I'm going in hopeful. This this episode certainly got my hopes high, and uh, you know I'm I'm ready to get hurt again. Let's go. I think it's going to be. <laughs> but hey, we want to hear your thoughts. Head over to tvtalk.fm. Uh, you can write us a review for this podcast. You can also head over to Twitter, Twitter.com/slash tvtalkfm to let us know your thoughts. Use the hashtag Flash TV Talk. Don't forget on this podcast feed, we've also we had some Picard TV Talk. We got some Mandalorian TV Talk. We'll have some other great TV talk headed your way in the future. The TV talk YouTube channel. I've been having some fun over there with a extremely niche niche within a niche within a frustrating niche, uh, YouTube series called world of craft craft. So if you are a, <laughs> uh, as nerdy as I am, then by all means, check that out. Uh, again, that's the TV talk YouTube channel, uh, bell. You can follow bell at ring that bell. And, um, yeah, you, you know what? You can follow me on, I'm on Instagram at incognito. So there you go. You can follow me there. That is going to do it for us for today. But for me, for Bell, for Bell's mom. Hi, mom. That's the wrong outro. We'll be back in a flash. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.